the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. If you've been a fan of this show, then you may have heard me talk about a television program in in the past called Fat Guys in the Woods. Fat Guys in the Woods is no longer being made. It it lasted two whole seasons on the Weather Channel, <laughs> which is it's kind of a strange combination, I know. Fat Guys in the Woods was a reality show that would take three strangers, all of whom were a little bit overweight, and it would take them out into the middle of nowhere, and for five days, they would have to survive. Now, they didn't just dump them in the woods, but they would take these, these three strangers, these portly strangers, and the first day, a, um, an Eagle Scout who teaches survivalism, a guy named Creek Stewart, would give them the basic skills on how to build a shelter, how to start a fire, how to get food and water. Because those are the, the four things you have to have, fire, water, shelter, and food, if you're going to survive. And Creek used to preach the gospel of being skilled in survival, basic survival, because he said it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I would watch the show, and for the first day, he would teach him how to set up camp. And show him how to start a fire. And if there was no water that looked really safe around, you would need that fire to boil the water and purify it. And then you go look for food. Because you can, you can live a long time without food, but you need water and shelter and fire, especially if it's going to be cold outside. The first day he would spend with them. The second day he would spend with them and then set them off by themselves to survive. And finally, they would have to spend one day by themselves to see if they could start a fire, build their own shelter, etc. It was a great show. Unfortunately, I think it was just too expensive to produce. Uh, we stayed in touch with Creek Stewart because he's a very interesting character and because his ideas and his knowledge is so vital. About... About a year ago, Creek started something called a polka box. I know, it sounds weird. It sounds like something uh, to deal with my last name. A polka box. And it is a, um, it's a, it's a monthly, it's a company that delivers a, a package to your home every year. If you know what Birchbox is, or one of those subscription services that will deliver you samples of like beauty products, whatever. The Apoca box comes every other month and it comes with a small group of survival tools, gear, and tests for you to accomplish. It's basically a monthly or bi-monthly, it happens every other month, it's basically a bi-monthly survival skills class that's taught by Creek Stewart. And it's, it's, they're not giving it away, of course, because inside the box, there are tools like you might get a knife one month or a hatchet or a satchel 
or a, a number of nets and fish hooks that you can carry along. And now the business apparently is growing because people are starting to realize that they need to be able to take care of themselves, that people need to be able to survive on their own. If you want to know more about it, I find this to be an entrepreneurial success story that needs more attention. And uh, we're trying to get Creek to come on the show and talk about the situation in Houston and, and what people should have done and how, how you should deal with these situations. But if you want to see what, what I'm talking about, it's myapocabox.com, A-P-O-C-A-B-O-X.com, myapocabox.com. It's a, and if you got somebody who's coming up for a, a birthday, it, it might not be a bad idea, but each one comes with a survival tool, survival info, some artisan-made products, and then accessories. But then there's a challenge inside each box. Like, I think it was, um, I think the last one was fire. And you have to try and do it with, no cheating, you have to try and do it with the skills. But it's a, it's a, a subscription thing that, again, I told you it's not cheap. It's, it's like 50 bucks every two months. And it comes, comes right to your house. And I, I have been thrilled with each one. But I, it got me thinking. What is our responsibility? What is our responsibility today in the world in terms of being prepared? We were told when, when Obamacare was being pushed through that it really was each one of our individual responsibility to make sure that we had insurance. We were told that in order to, I guess, complete the, the compact we have with society, that we, we should be responsible enough to have insurance. Because sickness, accidents, whatever, it wasn't a matter of if, but a matter of when. And that reality, that statement got me thinking. Should we... Should we be also charged with being prepared? Or should we just live our lives blissful, blissfully ignorant of the impending danger that is even lurking in the skies above our heads? Is that, is that something that, that we should take more responsibility for? Well, I, I kind of think, yeah. I didn't grow up as a Boy Scout. I didn't. Our, look, our Cub Scout troop got disbanded for being stupid. And so I never even got to Weebelow stage or even into the first level of Cub Scouts. So survival instincts are something I started getting nervous about after living in hurricanes. But after meeting Creek and working with Creek and walking around, we walked around Central Park one day and he showed me that it, God forbid an EMP hit, we could survive in Central Park forever because there was food, ducks, squirrels, etc. There was water in those many ponds and there was ample kindling and ways to start a fire and build a shelter. So I started set out to try and teach myself a little bit of reliance. Now, many of you are ahead of me in this, but I wonder... 
if it all fell apart tomorrow, if if you were beset by a tragedy such as the one that has hit the people of Houston and Orange, Texas and Beaumont, Texas and parts of Louisiana and Victoria, Texas, if your home was underwater and would be inaccessible for several weeks and you didn't even know if your job was going to be there when you got back into your house, how long could you survive? Could you survive? Do you have a plan? Have you wargamed this? I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to say, I think it is incumbent upon us that we should all take, even if it's a baby step today, of putting a couple cans of soup in a special cabinet or in a closet, that God forbid the, the world came to an end, you'd have soup for a couple of days. And then maybe a box of matches, and then maybe a, a flashlight that you, you can use a, a, a crank to get it started instead of relying on a battery. Take a little time and sit down and, and put together that kit for yourself and then start walking towards self-reliance. I'm pretty sure I could start a fire in just about any situation. I'm pretty sure I could, I could build a shelter of some sort to protect us for a brief period of time. And I'm pretty sure I could get either fish or some sort of wild game captured. Now, is it my choice? No. But I sure feel uh, a lot more confident about my life and my situation knowing that I don't have to worry about what I would do if it all came tumbling down. Just a thought. How long could you survive? The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.